1: delicious tea, by the way. Excellent. It was delicious. Mm -hmm. Not as good as my my vanilla matcha. Fail. (laughs) Fail. No, I'm always... Can you have some coffee?
0: (laughs) Yes, please.
2: (laughs) So the, the sounds that you're hearing are sounds of a bookshop. We are in Red Stick Reads right now with Tere Nicely Highfield, yes. uh, recording an episode. We're very excited to be here. Thank you for having Thank us. I'm so, much so excited y'all are here. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So, let's, I mean, how did you get started in the bookstore world? What What <laughs> prompted this? Okay, I have no business being in the bookstore world. Let's
1: start there, but here I am. It star- okay, so forever, my, my husband and I met. I'm from Miami. He's from Baton Rouge. We met at the Chimes, and so we were met in the restaurant industry. And he was in the service industry for quite some time. And we always we would love to daydream. I would say out loud, like, wouldn't it be cool if we opened up our own? And for a while, it was a restaurant. Like he really wanted a restaurant. Once I we got married, I had kids. We realized like restaurant life is not conducive to a family. (laughs) And so he left the restaurant life, stayed in the, in the service industry, and went to Whole Foods. And that was fantastic for a very long time. It was wonderful. And then things started to change. The, sort of like the dynamic of the company changed, and we were realizing he was working there. Oh.
0: <laughs> Sorry, my, my coffee order is being <laughs> Yes, please. And coffee cold, and coffee hot and cold, and ice cold. Um, I'll do ice cold.
2: Marissa is, is ordering ice cold coffee from and Alice is a little quite, patron here. Yeah,
1: Alice is quite the coffee maker. Thank you, Alice. Thank you. I need to try it. Um, so okay, so he was in Whole Foods, and once we realized okay, so money-wise, fantastic life. Great insurance. Making good money, I was it was wonderful. But quality of life started to plummet. It was he was so unhappy for many reasons. The company just changed for him, and it was we knew. He was gonna have to walk away. But what's next? And so it was one of those like, okay, if you can walk away and go into another similar job, but we're gonna keep running into the same like until it's ours, we're never going to be like totally happy. So it was one of those conversations like what if what if (laughs) we opened the bookshop that we've been talking about and I was like and we can have a little cafe component. Like you have your so we're not at that cafe component yet. But it was one of those like, what if we finally just try? Before yeah. you jump into the next sort of corporate-type job or whatever, let's just try. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And so we started doing research, and then we quickly realized we have no business opening up a bookshop. It is so expensive, There's and there's not money to be made. Like there, It's kind of like teaching. I am not in it for the money, and I am not in it. We're, we are trying to just make a decent living that we're proud of. And so the more we researched about the bookstore, and like I said, we realized, oh, my gosh, we can't do this. But pop-up markets were like a very in my world anyway started becoming more popular I know they've been around forever but the, it came in my world and I was like you know what if we did that what if we did a pop-up bookstore and sort of used it to gauge the interest of the community like would they even want a bookstore so we started there and it was fantastic it was phenomenal like I, we could not believe like people wanted and then the best part was like the talk because what I liked is talking to the people that were coming about the book like what do you like read and then it was just so fun And so the people that put on that market, who are the owners of Mimosa Handcrafted, offered us. We were looking all over Mid-City for a spot. I was stubborn in that I wanted it to be in Mid-City, but everything is very expensive. So we were like, that's not happening. So they offered us office space. So where we're sitting right now is our expanded shop, if you can believe it, because we're a whole 600.
0: wait coffee order I am I am done with my plate thank you so much (gasps) thank you
2: (laughs) we got another (laughs) another delivery here
0: (laughs) um so
1: okay so they offered us office space and it was 300 square feet like not this section here but we've been okay you remember you okay yeah yeah so we came and looked at it and I was like what what do we do with this and I was like but it's the only rent that we can afford so we're gonna make we're that gonna work. make it work. And so, you did, you did yeah. make it work. And it's, I mean, it's so awesome. and we started there, and then the next thing you knew, like we just kind of kept putting one foot in front of the other because we did not know what we were doing. All we knew was that we, like I said, we wanted to do something we were proud of that felt like real to us. That it was something that that we weren't doing something for somebody else and just coming home frustrated all the time. You so had a we tried yeah, and, you and you made we it, just you made try, reality. yes. Even though we did not know what we were doing at the time. We still don't know what we're doing. <laughs> but we keep putting one foot in front of the other. And we, li- I mean, Google is our best friend. We need what license? Google that. What is that? And so we just literally Googled our way to where you see me right now. It's we amazing. we threw ourselves at a bunch of bookstore people. Like anybody that I knew that was sort of local. Like Missy and Denim Springs with, um, oh my gosh, I'm blanking. Cavalier House. Yes, Cavalier House, John and Michelle. And they were nothing but... So generous, yeah. like mm-hmm. above and beyond, kind and generous with advice, with help, and so they immediately made us feel like you sure you belong here, you know. And so we, I feel like we're kind of faking it till we make it. Wow. I mean, there are still times where people walk in through the door, and I look at him, and I'm like, I cannot. I feel like I'm playing bookstore. <laughs> like you want to play bookstore for a
2: little bit? That's like we're doing right now, right? Like we're playing tea. Correct. Well, this is this is absolutely not fake. This is awesome. Cool. I love that you have already expanded, that you're just growing, and um, I'm excited that Baton Rouge has a bookstore.
0: Yay, me too, I know. I think that, that, and I've I've been in here um, quite a few times, and I mean, it's just, I didn't know what to expect coming into it, and when I walked in, I was like, "We really needed this. Aww, but in Baton Rouge, we needed this to be here." And um,
1: people have been so kind because, obviously, size-wise, we do not have everything that there's. We're not gonna have that kind of selection. And people are very generous. They either, I mean, some people come here with something specific in mind, and if we don't have it, they order it with us. And other people just kind of like, "Well, I'm just gonna see what you have," you know. So it's like. I'm always paranoid that we're not we don't have enough that we don't have enough for everybody that they're going to come and not find something and somehow people look and dig and find an order with us. So, they've been the community has been wonderful. And and, and I feel like this Mid City community specific Right. You're in the
0: right area. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. Like I was yeah. we were very stubborn in where we looked in Baton Rouge and I yeah. was not interested in the location makes a difference. This is this has yeah.
2: been huge huge. That's awesome. Well, um, why don't we jump into the books that we have enjoyed recently? We'll start with you. Okay. No pressure. <laughs> okay. So, I had to look through my good reads. Sorry. It. We can start with someone no, else. No, no,
1: this like. is good. This is good. The, the more I just get thrown in. Oh, thank you, Alice. Um, okay. So, I looked through I had to look through my good reads real quick to see this was—I don't know if this is a boring suggestion because I feel like this is a, there, a hot it, this new is release. Books. There's okay. no boring okay. suggestions. But I went with Carrie Soto is back. Yeah. If you're a Taylor Jenkins read, yes. which I am, I—she's basically almost like my sure thing now. Is what I feel like. Like if she writes a book, I'm like, I'm gonna read it. I'm with you. And it's crazy because none of her books are similar. She's but very I versatile. I And like Carrie Soto, and I hesitated because I'm like,
0: tennis. I don't know anything about tennis. A, okay, so we actually okay. recommended this on an episode a while back, and we had the exact same. But I love to hear well, your perspective. I love to hear your perspective. Okay. I, that's why I think this is so good. Because I was yeah. like,
1: I just don't think I'm going to get behind this one, but I want to read whatever she writes. Right. Oh my gosh. But like early on, I was like, looking up dentist players, how do I understand the game? How do I, and I was the next thing I knew was completely invested in Carrie Soto's comeback. <laughs> exactly. When even when it made no sense, I'm like, she's too old, this is not gonna work, Carrie, let it go. <laughs> and here I was like totally invested with yeah. her, the dad, like all of it. I could not believe how much she got me to care about this story. Like
2: like Carrie was a real person. A hundred
1: percent.
0: Her characters, she just makes them feel so real. Yes. All of them. They're so, like just, and it's not
1: like, it's so accessible. Like I feel like anybody could read her book and anybody could enjoy it on some level. Even if
2: you know nothing about tennis.
1: And I like that all of
0: her books are set in a different, you know, time frame. Yes. And so you really get immersed into that culture because she puts a lot of culture in that. So obviously I was not a huge tennis person either Mm. when I, ever, but Mm -hmm. reading it, I remember some of those names. I remember some of the stuff. Obviously I was very young for, I think the end of it. Yeah. Obviously it started in what, the sixties or something. So I I, I wasn't (laughs)
2: alive. We weren't around
0: that. But, um, (laughs) But it was interesting to hear that progression, and even yeah. in her other other novels, like, it just makes you Thank immerse you. into that 70s culture with um, Daisy Jones and the Six. Yes. Oh, my oh, gosh. Or Malibu that one, is rising. Okay, like, I mean, Daisy Jones, I had
1: to continuously Google, because I was like, no, they're not a real book. I no, know. yes, they are. Didn't real you real. want
0: to hear the music? Yes.
1: When she said there was a song, I'm like, no, it has to be real. And I kept Googling. I'm like, nope. Fake But You tear, know not
0: that real. it's going to be a show on I Prime. Heard. Yes. That, that Reese I'm Witherspoon so is doing. So all of the music, there will be music.
2: <laughs> yes. Can I have some tea? Can I have some? Oh, you still making it. Oh, thank oh, you. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. We're being constantly served different teas I, Let me coffees. tell you, I have <laughs> had some amazing tea and coffee in this bookshop. It's and you uh, we'll, don't
0: even sell it here no that's
2: we amazing will, we'll calorie post, free calorie free difference. <laughs> we'll post a picture of the teas Please. that were being served i'm <laughs> Please loving it do. yeah wow okay i, I love so that, that was my
1: pick because i just couldn't i mean i was n- surprised yet not surprised i'm like she really can just make me get invested i mean the matches i was like 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 if i was there watching i mean i just couldn't believe how invested i got in yeah. tennis
2: of well, all she's, things. I don't have an bone in my body. I know, she's a fantastic yeah. writer. No, she is. And so that would, was mine. And then I would watch, because the, the U.S. Open or some kind of tennis match right. was on TV mm-hmm. not long after I finished, and I was like, well, where's Carrie Soto? Correct. Where, when is she going to play? Look at me play? watching
0: tennis <laughs> on my off time. And yeah. it came out at the same time that um, Serena Williams exactly. retired oh, from right, tennis, which right, was, Which was very cool. I don't know cool. how she, if that was... I mean, how would she have known that? No. It kind of was perfect. I know it was the fact.
1: timing was amazing. Yeah, I forgot
2: about that. That's true. Yeah, there very was true. that
0: going on, too, which was very cool.
1: Yep.
2: Well, you want to go next you sure. want me to? Okay, I I go next. I'm curious. Um, okay, so
0: my um, book, so I actually really wanted to recommend a read from our, we, we did an episode where we did upcoming reads for the fall. Oh, And yeah. We had a whole list. I know. We were so excited. So I've been trying to get them in as they come available on Libby. And um, the one that I read this week just fell a little short for me. So I'm going to discuss that soon. So I'm going to read, uh, I mean, I'm going to recommend a novel that actually came out in 2020, I believe. It was house in the cerulean sea by tj clean i love that cool. okay so i know jamie is a big tj clean fan and yes. has recommended his reads already um i don't remember yeah what was the one the whispering about spring un- yeah, under, under the, under the whispering window door yeah okay. that i haven't heard so that yet but that was i have that on my list of like that one i know i'm going to be interested in yep. and i need to read it so this book was just really feel good for me yes I that's the word feel it. good yeah it is so feel good feel so, good. so Um, Linus Baker is the main character Uh, he works at a department in charge of magical youth Um, he is basically the guy that goes into orphanages of um, it's like a government sanctioned orphanage where the government is kind of in charge of children who have magical abilities and they keep tabs on them as they grow up and he is not magical himself and he works Basically to ensure that they are being taken care of just like a regular you Mm -hmm. know, like a social worker would um, in in that case so he doesn't get involved other than to make sure that the children are safe. And he has a pretty clear distinction. And he doesn't allow emotions in. And mm-hmm. he's a pretty straightforward guy. He's about 40 years old. He lives alone with his cat. Um, in a tiny house. And he pretty much gets up. Goes to work. And, and that's that's his life. Uh, which he seems pretty comfortable. Yeah. in the beginning. Um, where he works is... If anyone has watched Severance on Apple TV, it's as close as I can get to the yeah. Department of Magical Youth. Do you agree? Yes. Okay. It's an odd place. Okay. It's an odd place. Um, so, he is called in one day um, to meet with extremely upper management. And no one generally is allowed to meet with them. You do not get called. Um, He's called in and they basically tell him that he's the perfect person for this top secret you know, I don't like they, they're putting him on assignment, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's top secret. No one can know anything. They don't really give him a lot of information, but he's going to be going to an island oh, called Marcius you. Island to mm-hmm. these children who are magical use who um, are very rare in their abilities.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So he, um, he gets to the island, and he meets quite an array of interesting characters. Mm-hmm all being the children. Um, and I'm just gonna quickly tell you what some of their abilities are. Um, so one of the children you is a gnome, Thank you. and she is a girl gnome with a beard. Oh, yes, yes. Um, and, and then there is a sprite, a wyvern, which is a type of bird child mm-hmm. creature. Yep. that's um, a good description. An unidentifiable green blob. <laughs> <laughs> Aware Pomeranian and the Antichrist. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, Lucy. Yeah. Um so,
0: mm-hmm. so <laughs> <laughs> he's frightened, yes, to say the least. Mm-hmm. Um, but he goes in and he meets the uh, the master of the orphanage whose name is Arthur Parnassus, and he kind of gets immersed into this life on this island that these children and Arthur have created. Um, And again, I don't want to get into too much detail, but it's just really feel good. And obviously his life is disrupted from its normal pace and it's just all things great.
2: And so, yeah. You it's such this, a str- right? I did. It's such a strange little book. Um, and, like, he's so rigid in in everything that he does, and so to get thrown into this world with the craziness of the kids was just a really fun dichotomy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love this book so much. Me too. I really do. Love it, love it, love it. <laughs> okay, my book... Let me turn the mic, because Marissa and I are sharing a mic right now, and it's working out okay. Um...
0: We really like each other, so we, we can Hold sit on. I, don't think, I
2: don't think we could hear that. We really like each other.
0: <laughs> so we're sitting very close We're Together. literally touching
2: shoulders. Okay, so the book that I'm talking about today is called The Measure by Nikki Ehrlich. I have not I've read, it. It. This is read the, it. This is the cover.
0: I haven't even seen that. Me
2: either. So... As I mentioned before we started the podcast, it's not a book that I loved. Okay. But it's I can't stop thinking about it, and I just feel like I need to talk about it with someone. Mm-hmm. So that's what's happening right now. <laughs> Go for it. Um. So the the premise of the book is that there is one 24-hour period across the globe, okay. where every single person who is 22 years and older gets delivered this wooden box. And on the box, it's inscribed something like, the measure of your life lies within. And you open the box, and there is this string. And the string measures your life.
0: Like, tells you how much longer you have to live?
2: Yes. Now, when people got these boxes and these strings, they weren't really sure what was going on, what they were about, what they were for. Nobody knows who sent them, where they came from. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was obviously this global... (laughs) effort that all happened at the same time. And people started to realize that the length of the string was, you know, corresponded to the length of your life. Yikes. And after collecting several years of data, like a couple of governments got together and created this website where you could go on and say what the length of your string is and get an idea of how long... Oh you're. G- I know, it sounds messed up, of how, like of how long you're gonna live. Right. And it just... I was really, like, troubled by it because... <laughs> I'm like, do I wanna? If I had the opportunity to know how long I was gonna live, would I want to know? Ooh. I,
0: are you asking? Or are you? I just don't know. It I'm.
2: There? I'm just saying. That's what that. It was like. It took me a while to get through the book because I was like, I don't know if I can go back to this. It follows um, this group of people who are either in or like related to this support group of. Short stringers. Ah. Oh. And so, yeah, I mean, people are, like, discriminated against for their short strings and, like, oh, you can't be in, you know, the army because you have a oh. short string and stuff like that. It It's really, I mean, it's it's really well done. Right. But it's kind of scary. It's
0: really interesting, but, yes, that sounds, yeah. I mean, that's, like, mind-boggling to think about. It, I, well, and I
1: can see why it stays with you. Because, like, I haven't read, we haven't read it, but it feels like there's a lot to chew on there, like, there is, would and, it be good for, like, a book club? Like you, Oh, like yeah, people absolutely. Could like,
2: Very okay. good for a book club. That's okay. a good point. Was and it
0: well-written, or you just...
2: No, it was well-written. Okay. It was really well done, and I think that's why it's sticking with me so much is that the author thought of, thought through everything and how what the ramifications could be so. and how governments would react and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. It was... I mean, obviously, it was kind of dystopian, but not right. not in a potential realistic way, because there's no way for this to actually happen right. But yet. <laughs> right. The way things have been going, you just don't. Know. It that's just. That's really true. Don't put that on us. Correct. <laughs> no. Right. Knock on wood, please. But yeah, it was um, it was an intense. That sounds intense. An intense yeah. read. I could. I I only gave it three stars because. I think because I was so, like, it messed with my brain so much. So I was mm-hmm. like, I can't give this more, but it, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's something that, that people are interested in reading. Maybe you want to stay away from it. <laughs> I Or it depends on my mood. Because I'm, I'm such a
0: mood reader, too, that we I think I would too. have to be, like, yes in that in space. the
1: right place maybe you know like given the the right spooky atmosphere halloween coming up maybe but
2: yeah i would have to be ready for that one that's very true i don't think i was prepared for it yeah
0: <laughs> and you don't read really the description
2: I don't I like so. to go into books knowing absolutely nothing and I think I don't know where I got this one from I don't know if it came from like Ann Bogle's fall book preview mm-hmm. or I don't even that title is not ringing a bell yeah, so I'm wondering I don't know where it came from and how how it came up on my radar but did maybe you? it was some magical mysterious mm-hmm. uh, it just landed in, it your, just landed was it in, in a my... little box
0: delivered no just
2: kidding. it was not but
0: <laughs> did it just come out this year
2: yeah, I think it's pretty recent. Let me okay. hold on. Let me put up, pull yeah. it up on Goodreads. It's... Okay, I'm kind of
1: curious. I might have to just add that to my ever-growing list. <laughs> because it does sound interesting. But it yeah, I have to be in the right. Just way. know
2: what you're getting yourself mm-hmm. into. Exactly. So it came exactly. out on June twenty-eighth. So it was oh, good like year. really, just mm-hmm. it's okay. recent. Okay, hot yeah. off the press, is yeah. as they say. Yeah. So I don't know. I'd be curious. Yeah, definitely a good book club book. I, okay. Because it's something you want to talk about with people. Okay, for sure. Okay, for sure.
0: Can I discuss the book that I didn't particularly or that wasn't a five-star read for me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um so this was one of the ones on my list for the episode where we discuss upcoming books for the fall that I was excited about. Loved the cover. Cutest cover ever. It was Love in the Time of Serial Killers by Alicia Thompson. I don't
1: know this one. Okay.
2: I'm bummed that you didn't love this. I like the title. I haven't read it no. yet, but okay. I really okay. want to.
0: Title's fantastic. Book cover is fantastic. It just fell flat for me, and I, and again, like we always say, just because I didn't love it doesn't mean you won't Correct. love it, right? Right. Um, so, this came out August fifteenth of this year. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, another new release. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's about a um, a girl named Phoebe who is um, she's in her in a doctorate program. She lives in North Carolina. Her dad, who she's estranged from, has recently passed. And she goes back to Florida, where she grew up, um, to help her brother clean out the father's home to get it ready, okay. um, yeah, to sell. And so she, the night she gets there, it's like three in the morning. She all she took with her was um, like this big desk that she loves from her apartment, mm-hmm. and she because she had to get out of her lease mm-hmm. to come back, because she didn't know how long she was gonna be there. Um, So it's black as night. Someone comes up behind her, is like, "Hey, do you need help?" And she flips out. But it's the neighbor, and he happened to be walking. I don't know why he was walking that late at night. Maybe it wasn't three a.m. Maybe it was something like midnight. But she's initially pretty rude to him. But she's also her dissertation and everything is about um, true crime. So she always has a true crime perspective on things. Like I need to be aware of my surroundings. I'm a woman. I know what happens in this scenario, this scenario, this scenario, and the guy who comes up behind you at night while you're alone is generally a serial killer. That, would, that would scare me. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, his name is Sam. He lives next door. Uh, so she, he starts to do a few things here and there that she yeah. thinks are suspicious. <laughs> and she's like, maybe he's a serial killer. I would have really liked this if they would have gotten into it. What, did you finish it or yeah, okay. I finished it? There was times where I had to stop, go back because I just didn't even hear like some of it, you know, because I wasn't you that zoned into out, it. Like, yeah. Zoned out, mm-hmm. which I don't love. It just didn't. It, just it was didn't, fine. Like I feel like if they would have gotten more into, or if he would have, there was more s- there. Mm-hmm. It just, I don't know. I think the character development wasn't fantastic. There wasn't enough. She talked about true crime and she talked about certain books, and it just—it just, it, it just it, wasn't what you expected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought mm-hmm. that it was going to be a little bit more. Um, I don't know.
2: Every time I talk into this microphone, I feel like I'm just all up in your business. Sorry, <laughs> you not. I mean, I, I, don't like, I don't mind it. <laughs>
0: hey, how's it going? <laughs> How are you? But anyways, yeah. So. Well, Check I it out. Like, I, I like will. the title I'm still and the description.
1: Yes. I know. I feel like the description because I I love yeah. true crime. I know. So I feel like I, I want to give it a shot. It wasn't a bad read. Right. It just didn't it Live wasn't what you cover. were hoping for yeah. i get it yes, i yes. hate when that happens because yes. i will admit i pick books by the cover
2: <laughs> judge, we, all, we all do we all and do it's
1: such a bummer when i'm like the cover was way better <laughs> yeah. so yeah that, okay. but i love that title that's
0: You're still ball. speaking to me i like that it, the title speaks to me mm-hmm, as well i'm mm-hmm. not gonna it's lie it's a fun one yeah. <laughs> um yeah, I, I know Okay, we're going to talk about the tea. Let's talk about the tea. <laughs> Let's we're, talk about my tea that I'm supposed so. to be on. The real
2: tea. We've been served um, play tea mm-hmm, throughout this mm-hmm. entire episode. Right. But the real tea is from SoGo Tea Bar. Thank you, Marissa, for picking this up for us. Now go ahead, so go ahead I, and tell us So I stopped
0: about in, and I like to get recommendations from the tea experts. Right. And so I um, asked the wonderful lady behind the counter what she would recommend as an iced tea. Mm-hmm. And she said that they're vanilla matcha is very popular. Mm -hmm. I've had matcha before, I like it. I know it's not for everyone, but I thought it's green. Like Jamie said, it looks like witch's brew. It's (laughs) Halloween, it's perfect. It's perfect. So I was like, yeah, let's try it. And she was like, yeah, we'll put a little vanilla in it to add to the vanilla vanilla. bean flavor. Mm -hmm.
2: And yeah, so. I like the vanilla bean flavor. Mm -hmm. I think I've never had matcha before and I I think it's just not for me.
0: So it is, for people who don't know, know, it's a powder. Which is, which is not typically what, you know, Jamie and I, we're, we're pretty tea, sachet. <laughs> sachet. <laughs> <laughs> or, or whatever, um, loosely, loose We haven't, tea. we haven't, uh, we haven't
2: experimented tried in the world of powders right. yet. But I thought
0: we'd do something a little different. Well, we're and I'm very a little, honored a you're different. experimenting with me. Um, yeah, I like this. <laughs> but it, it also fell a little flat. <laughs>
2: It's fun. If you like matcha, I'm sure it's is one. delicious. Right. I will read
0: to you the description. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Finely ground green tea plus botanicals, wellness powerhouse blend, steady caffeine with no crash. Mm, that's important. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's vanilla matcha blend, green tea, light caffeine, matcha plus vanilla, smooth, steady caffeine lift, antioxidants and anti-inflammatory.
2: Wow. So it's it looks like to me one of those like green drinks that you make in this in the um smoothie blender that i feel very healthy exactly it it looks super
0: healthy try not to drink it (laughs) (laughs) well
1: cheers ladies yes cheers Cheers. thank you
0: thank you for bringing me my vanilla matcha (laughs) thank Thank
2: you you so much for being on this episode with us we really appreciate it um we're excited about a uh, potential, you know, future partnerships yes, with you. Yes, very excited, yeah. And, um, yeah. Any Anything else you want to say to close out, Marissa?
0: No, I think we just give our regular cheers. Yeah, cheers. Cheers.
2: Thank you, ladies. This has been so fun. Thank I'll you. sit and talk books
1: with you anytime. This Great. is awesome. That's this awesome. is awesome. Yes. <laughs> that was easy. Y'all are good.
0: Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out the show notes for the full list of books we discussed today. You can find that in your podcast app or on our website,
2: inkdrinkerspodcast.com. And please support us by subscribing anywhere you listen to podcasts and leaving a review. You can find us on Instagram and on Twitter at inkdrinkerspod. Cheers!